that you see the shadow in the back of the room. He's the one directing traffic. He is the one that we're all afraid of. He's the one that's killing slime. He's pulling the shots. Yes, sir. The virtual host return. Shout out to House Enterprise. Will Tondo out in Dubai. Lance Legere ain't no small fry. And we got our boy Big Hop in the house. This podcast is off the fucking rails. Thank you for coming through. He is the most dangerous. True host. Free Britney Griner. Free Young Thug. This is episode 192. Opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, yo, yo. What the actual fuck is going on? It's your boy. I'm back from last week. Last week at this time, it was Monday, and we didn't record. But Tuesday, the homies recorded, and I was in Worcester watching the Woo Sox game. And to expand on my big take from last week, I am officially going to be an unapologetic Woo Sox guy. Oh, my God. What is Gilly wearing? Oh, he's muted. Hold on. That is terrible news that you're the, un- <laughs> the unofficial Woo Sox fan. And I'll be that. Nice. I'm repping the Twins today, actually. Current player? No. Legend. Johan. Well, no. Not, not quite that level of legend, but the name that we all know very well. Chris Colabello. Nope. <laughs> Close, no. More no. Nope. Same position, though. Dougie. Yup. Dougie. Minkiewicz. Oh! (laughs) What the? When did you get that? A couple of years, a few years ago, actually. Yeah. Holy shit. Now, isn't it a random one to be like, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. I feel like when I wear it out, I get looks. You're like, whoa. (laughs) Might be the best jersey I've seen of all of us. I can't believe it's an actual jersey. To be honest, you know what I mean? That's the thing that cracks me up too. It's like a t-shirt, sure, but like an actual jersey, kind of ridiculous. But. Oh my God. That's legendary. That's <laughs> so cool. Wait, 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 what's this with the Woo Socks now? You're you flipped. I'm that fucking guy, dude. You know what? I was talking about it last last week to my girlfriend. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm ready to take it on the chin. Fuck it. You guys can, you guys can bury me if you'd like, but I, and you know what? Fuck the Woo Sox, what they did to take the Paw Sox away from Rhode Island. However, I'm ready to embrace them as the AAA team. I was there last week. You'll never replace the Paw Sox and what they meant as Josh is there with a Paw Sox shirt that looks so nice. I was nice. going to say, what a pod <laughs> to wear a Paw Sox shirt. <laughs> but it's like, you know what? Fuck it, man. You know what? I'm out here enjoying this. The stadium's nice. The players are cool. It's not the players' fault. I'm out here, you know, I'm rooting for fucking Jaron Duran and freaking Ryan Fitzgerald and shit. The, the, the vibe is good there. People are nice there. You know what? I'm willing to extend the olive branch. Shout out to the Woo Sox from me only. I speak for myself, not for, for the for all of us. I've given them so much shit on Twitter. Not in a while, but initially, do you remember? Just like yes, I do. <laughs> so much shade at them on Twitter. Oh, I love it. These poor random people are just like, what are they talking about? Why are they being so mean? I haven't done they that in a while, though. I, I, I understand where you're coming from, though. Fuck it. Fuck it. it, it you know what, though? The, it, 
if we make a small state big takes trip up there, I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised. It's it's a nice fucking park, dude. I mean, the stadium does look very nice. I'm not gonna lie. It won't happen. I'm not gonna go, but it looks great. <laughs> dude, I had fucking VIP tickets. I fucking call. I text Oliver. Hey, you want to go? He fucking blows me off straight up. Straight First of all, the fuck I didn't up. blow you off. I. You didn't even had... respond to me. <clears throat> well, That's what blowing off is, motherfucker. <laughs> no, blowing off is committing to something and then ba- and then not showing up. So what do you call what you did? Just ghosting. Yeah, ghosting. There you go. Uh, Casper style. I don't know what I would call it. I I didn't follow up. Not caring. Flaking. Yeah. Flaking out. Yeah, just because that, forgetting about your friend. Gotcha. That day I had um I had the, nothing to I had do. To go get a range session in after work. So uh, what session? Uh, golf range. I had, I had oh, range. range. Yeah. I'm glad I your priorities are straight. Well, if it makes you feel better, I shot like an 85 the next day in the tournament, so it wasn't worth it. To... I'm not even sure what that means. wasn't good. Oh. Played a played a bad round of golf the day after. That doesn't make me feel good. I wish you did well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How you guys doing? <coughs> I'm doing good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, man. Sweet. We're all just nodding. We're all just <laughs> for the people listening. Oh, just incur- incredible we all just nodded content. at each other for a good can't, five seconds. Can't find it anywhere else. Um, that, was, that was good. Don't edit that out, please. No, I'm keeping that right in there. Oh my god, you're not going to find that type of stuff anywhere else. That type of back and forth. That's non-verbal communication on a uh, an audio only podcast. Only here. Cutting edge. <laughs> First ever silent pod. We should just go on fully <laughs> silent after that. Never spoken again. So, yo, you know what I was thinking, though? For real? Every round of this playoffs, we've had Lance on, and we haven't had him on yet. I'm just concerned if we don't, something bad might happen. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, Lance. We did have him on after each round, right? You're actually, I think you're right. Yes. That being said, I'm gonna just send him a little text <laughs> of this see, link. So see if we can get a, a quick couple minute, quick five minute Lance segment. Yeah. Impromptu. Come through if you can. Just for a sec. So for good luck. All right. On that. On that. Um the Celtics, as of right now, we're tied one to one. By the way, this whole like they play once a week, like it's the NFL playoffs thing, is I mean, I get it, but at the same time, come on. I agree, dude. This, oh, Gilly speaking, but it's muted. What do you mean? It's like two days in between. They yeah, were doing it every other night before. I feel like that was like almost a problem. Why? Because the players are exhausted. They have to like. They'd only get one day in between, even if it was like a different city. Like, that's pretty nuts. Travel day, um, I'll, I'll give you travel day, but like when you're in Golden State or like they're in Boston, like the game should be like Wednesday, Friday. In my opinion, now that we're in Boston, like Wednesday game, day off, okay, Friday, boom. Well, so now we're going to be what, Wednesday, Saturday? I think so, but I'm not positive. Is that too? Is this Thursday, then Sunday? Yeah. How are you guys feeling about it, though, about the series? Oh, I want to know how Ollie's feeling, because Ollie freaking watched it yesterday. Uh, I didn't watch that much of it. Tough, tough game, though. <laughs> um, 
Excuse me. God bless you. I mean, dude, it's the same thing that I've been harping on the whole time is like the officiating makes the NBA unwatchable to me. Game one is actually solid, but yeah. Game one was fine. I agree. And I'm not blaming the – I'm not blaming the Celtics loss on the officials. Don't get me wrong. Like, they absolutely blew in the third quarter. But it's just officiated completely differently for the Warriors and, like, anybody else in particular. And Draymond Green is literally, like, lead blocking Steph Curry every time down the court. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's objectively hilarious, but it's it's not real, like, basketball. And who was it? I think I saw a quote about Andrew Bogut was on the Warriors at some point, right, in his career. Yeah, yeah, and he was, and he was like, when I was on the Warriors, I could just run through people and they wouldn't call anything. But if I was on a different team, they would be calling that on me all day. I don't know how reliable that that quote is, but I can see it after watching like just the way they do their high pick and rolls is they're never ever set ever the Warriors, and I mean they're not call, they're not calling it, so I don't blame them for doing it. But it's just like sometimes. The officiating is unwatchable. Like Draymond literally tackling Grant Williams and Grant Williams getting a call foul was atrocious. And that was yeah. crazy. That was like borderline unbelievable. We're like, that, wait, is this really happening? Like, are yeah. they not going to do something? That was insane. Yeah. And then the clip of Steph Curry's three where he goes through three different <laughs> Celtics yeah. defenders where he like clears out. He like literally. pushes three dudes in a row and Curry buries a three and everyone's like, all right. <laughs> Looks like Lorenzo Neal out there. <laughs> he does. He's like prime Heath Evans, dude. He just land people out, and he's like fucking like it. it I I can't get over it. Like yesterday, at first when that Draymond Jalen Brown little scuffle happened, I was like, oh, I was like, hell yeah, like here we go, like maybe double tech action. And I was like, you know what? Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen because Draymond get, would get thrown out. But upon review, because I, I missed the first quarter, damn dude, Draymond was playing like a douche. Like he should like in that moment. I don't think Jalen deserved a double tech or attack himself, but that would have been advantageous for the Celtics for a double tech. Get fucking Draymond out of there and let's play a fucking real game, not a freaking half football game. I feel like I'm at Crandall Field, Oliver, just throwing hands after I fucking hit a Big Mac, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which happens too, you know? Oh, Ollie. Gilly, Gilly, you're muted on something somewhere. Thank you. That was my computer. My bad. Um, that's the play people are talking about, though, in the sense of, uh, like with the uh, officiating expert Steve J- Javi, like yeah. came in and said that it's like outstanding officiating that they like took into account that Draymond already had one technical, and that's why they like didn't call another one on him for again he had his like legs on yeah Jalen in a weird way and then he like I, I, Jalen after the game said that he he thought Draymond was trying to pull his shorts down which it didn't look like that I do think Jay or uh, Draymond was just trying to like pull on something to get himself up but still it looked like he did tug on his shorts and like i don't know that's that's second goal worthy in terms of uh, the that interaction there but just crazy to think of like i don't know are you guys okay with that of like officiating like adjusting considering no. like right i you should every play should be in isolation you shouldn't be like well jason tatum's got five fouls he hacked him but like it's bad for the game if we <laughs> let him foul no. out because players shit. fucks up he deserves to get the foul no matter what, like, that. that's what I mean. The officiating in the NBA is, yeah. to me, makes makes it borderline unwatchable a lot of the times. Tell you what, and, that wouldn't happen in Charlestown, Iraq. That's for sure. No. One time I saw Kyle about. Mello foul out in the first quarter. He was a first-round pick. <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> I've seen Johnny DiCatello, though, get, uh, you know, kicked out of the game. 
Yo, yep. shout out G baby. He'll remember that shit real quick. Gil's gonna hear that and text me, dude. That was legendary. <laughs> what a moment! That was ingrained in my mind forever. I feel like everyone was there for that moment, the Johnny meltdown. Somehow everybody remembers it. Everyone. That, that's one of those stories that, like, I mean, what he was on our team that year, right, Gilly? Yeah. So obviously we were there and remember it. But that's one of the stories that, like, all of a sudden, all these people were like, "Yeah, oh, I was there." I remember that. It's like, dude, no shot you were there. Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable. The sequence of events. It was crazy. What did he do? He he like he fouled out or something. Then he got a technical on his way out. And then, and then he, like he did a pull in, up on the yep, rim. Yep. That was awesome. <laughs> um, he might have done something where he threw the ball. I can't remember that. Then he kicked open the, the exit door. That was the coolest yep. part. <laughs> that was the best part. My mom was there for that. How about that? Totally uh, lost his mind. Too. His too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's unreal. He's a nice kid. It was just like, whoa. <laughs> Shout out Johnny for real. It was like a four, four or five point swing with that in a playoff game. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it double tech? Was it like, <laughs> it must have been, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome. We need more meltdowns. We need a meltdown on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I want to invite like Terry Cushman on just for a meltdown so we can leave. <laughs> just come leave on just leave fuck on. y'all and leave. <laughs> but anyway yeah so but I, to to expand on that though what we're saying about draymond for real it feels like the, draymond in particular gets his own set of rules and officiating because even like i know the warriors seem to get all the calls but also i mean i don't want to be salty but they really do like historically when we watch these games but to watch fucking draymond like he can hit dudes, all this shit. Imagine if, like, fucking, I don't know, Andrew Wiggins started doing that out of the clear blue, like, started acting up, acting up, mouthing off and shit. Like, he'd get double teched. But because it's Draymond, for the last 10 years, him doing this shit, they just let it fucking slide. It's bull. Bull crap. He talks so much shit, too. If you yes. see the, yeah, it is crazy. Shout out Grant Williams, though, for sure. being a, Good he's a talker too. I love. I do love that about Grant, where he just keeps talking, and it sounds like he's just annoying when yeah. people, players talk about him. Where he just like just keeps chatting, like he's not like not to the same level of Draymond. Be like, you want to? Do you see the clip where it's like, you want to be me? You want to be me? <laughs> Grant was saying that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit talk. Yeah. I want to know what Josh's vibe is. Who who is he rooting for right now? Is he going Celtics? Warriors? I- oh yeah. I mean, Celtics all the way. Let's go. I mean, I was I was Celtics last round, man. If anything, the question was last round. Yeah, you're right. But how you feeling about how that last series went? Because we, have we spoken about that since? Or you guys must have spoken about it last week, I guess. Yeah, we talked about it a little last week. I don't know. I, I was happy with it, honestly. I was just committed for the first time ever, I think. Because I was always in limbo. And now you're fully in Celtic? Yeah. Like, for like, are you, like, in the fandom world of, like... Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I I, I converted, man. It's uh, the first time uh, first time for everything, right? I love it. Patriot. Yeah. I, I'm so, like... I, I have, like, no takes. I have nothing this week, dude. Like, I, I didn't watch anything. I didn't watch any Sox. I didn't watch any of the Oakland series. I didn't watch the last finals game. I, I'm, like, takeless. What would you do this weekend? You went to a concert, didn't you? 
No, that was like out of like just it happened. It happened it while we were there. <laughs> yeah, it was like we were walking around Epcot and Disney, and bam, Simple Plan was on stage. Like, the real Simple Plan. Sick. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was it was a good show. It was only like forty minutes long, not even. But yeah, you don't have to buy any tickets. Just walk right up and listen to them. Just walk right up and listen to them. That's it. There's so people cool. just walking by, walking to like restaurants and rides and shit, and they were just there. What the fuck? That's dope. Yeah, but yeah, totally takeless, Josh. Today, I don't, I'm just not feeling anything. Not like I don't know, bland Josh Pod. What That's, um? Tell me the name of this. Well, like, what nah. the hell did you do all weekend? I dude, I came home and went to bed. I'm gonna be Sick. honest. A great guys... week for sleep undefeated oh, on sleep love a good sleep week <clears throat> did, you guys, um, did you guys um did you at least watch <laughs> <laughs> did you at least uh catch up on kenobi actually that is yeah that's what i did too i watched kenobi i watched uh stranger things this week this past week um caught up on the tv shows then. yeah we love so, that. yeah how was stranger things so far it's fantastic Fantastic. Can't wait I, for next week. I, is it next week, it. I think? No, it's the first, uh, July. It's July 1st. Are you yeah. in, Ellie? You, do you watch it? I didn't oh, think you yeah. were. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I have uh, I have two and a half episodes left. How are you, Gilly? I've, I've only watched two of this. Movie. I haven't watched any of this season yet. I, uh, I, oh. I, I intend to, though. It's good. Um, episode four. Mm. Josh. Yes. I'm not going to give any spoilers out, obviously, but... I think that is the best episode of the entire show. Ever? Yeah. Uh, pretty close. I'd, I'd say it's pretty close. Wow. Incredible. Really? I there guess. was an episode. Oh, man. It was in it was, it was season one. I didn't go back and watch any of it. I didn't either. The, like, I remember being like, this show is great after one of those like later episodes in season one. But definitely comparable. Like, definitely wanted you to like. We were binging the first couple, and me and Shane were like, "We gotta watch the next one." <laughs> after that, they're after long, the fourth, man. yeah, after the fourth episode, yeah, that was, it's they're really, long episodes. It's hard. They are. They're it's like, like a movie like every movies time. Movies each time, yeah, like yeah. an hour and see, twenty. Part two is going to be even longer. We're, it's going to be two thirty. Two and a half. Yeah, it's what? Crazy. Yeah. yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, was it you guys that said that last week on the pod that I, I think didn't? So. Okay, because yeah. I'm like, I that was mind blowing to me. Like, what we're doing? Wait, like, two movie, hours, like, two, two, two and a half hours. Every one of them going out yeah. with a bag. It's all, there's only two. There's only two. There's yeah. only two. No, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a. Uh, it's volume two, part one, part two. I think. Oh fuck! Well, I don't know what's gonna happen. So fuck. Like I haven't seen. Cool. I'll tell you what though. Dude. See the second episode, I had fucking nightmares all night. <laughs> like I woke up middle of the night, trying to shake it off. I had more nightmares. They went, uh, yeah, they went like pretty horror flick on you pretty quick in this one. They, yeah, they did. For so sure. far, the vibes off for me. I don't know. He's in the say, upside down. In his I dreams. am <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> I really am. The beginning of the season, I got a little tiring to me uh, with some of the the crap that they were doing, but. Uh, you know, they kind of get over it quick and it picks up. You know who I fucking hate? Nancy. I told my mom that. My mom's already seen it all. She goes, no, you're going to like it by the end. I like Nancy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Nancy's cool. I like, I've always liked Nancy. 
How do you feel about Robin? I don't mind Robin. Whatever. I just I like her because that's Ethan Hawke's daughter. I, I know. She's pretty a, cool. I saw Hawk. her at the beach in the Hamptons a couple summers ago. That's right. Oh, I think I do remember that. I like that Steve. Cool. Great name, of yeah, course, but also. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know if there's. I, I don't really know if there's a character I don't like. I think there's a couple bad characters, but I don't think that I don't really dislike them. What do you that hate? I don't know if I hate anybody. Um, I mean, I think Will's character just gets lost in everything, unfortunately. He's just like, nobody gives a shit about him for whatever reason. It seems like that from like season one. Like, Will's never clicked. Literally, like, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Whenever I think about Will, I'm like, dude, okay. Like, they're not even really friends with him. No, they're not. It's really weird. Like the first season was all about like finding him, like oh we love him so much, and then like from then on, and then season two, he was... <laughs> you think about it, like season Drop two, that fucker off the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> uh, he's been through a lot. Like I, I get he's one. I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> what happened guys... in season three with him? Did he do anything? Or just there for the ride? What has Will ever done? I mean, he wasn't there like the whole first season, and then after that, he was just kind of. In and out. We gotta get a hashtag like fuck Will. <laughs> More like justice for Will. True. I love the uh the, that picture of uh Mike with his middle finger. <laughs> that like every once in a while just circulates of him just like in front of a garage, like flipping off the camera. Love that. <laughs> Actually, that's one character that I'm starting to not like is Mike. Why? I just think he's a dummy. Do you know his real name? Uh, and Wolfhard. Yeah. Finn, yeah. What a right. gangster. And Wolfhard. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a fake name. What do you guys... Uh, I mean, I'm watching the Mariners game right now. Robbie Ray's got the Top Gun stash going. How do we feel about the Top Gun stash trend going around? Is that what that's... Oh, really? I'm cool with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think... Yeah. Matt Carpenter looks cool. <laughs> I do. Matt I will say that I, I'm I'm mad that Matt Carpenter is on the Yankees because I I want him to succeed as a player, but uh, but I think it looks cool. I'm I'm pro mustache, pro stash. Not yeah. for me, but yeah. I agree. <laughs> Any facial hair is cool. Oh, Lance is coming. You guys ready? Here we go. Yeah. Let's try to convince him to grow mustache. Yes. <laughs> Let's tell him you that. Know, we... Lance, you look a lot like Miles Teller. Has anybody ever told you that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready. Let's fucking go, Lancey Pants in the house. Lancey Pants. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Yes. Lance, we were talking about you before you came on. How did, would you feel about growing a mustache? Oof. Are you trying to go get me to go like the Miles Teller route, or what do you, what do you want me to do here? <laughs> exactly. It's it, like you, you just know, listen to the first. He's cultured. Two minutes. I am cultured. I try. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I've tried. It's, it definitely doesn't come out the best. So Yana likes it, but it's not my look. I don't know. We'll see. We'll try. <laughs> we'll try. You heard that right here. Let's go, Lance. So, Lance, how you, what's the vibe on the Celtics, t- uh, the series so far and going forward? And, by the way, thank you for coming on. Once again, every part of this playoffs, we had Celtics to have for the look. Thank you. The, the of SSBN Celtics slash uh, House Enterprise Celtics Insider. True. 
honored yeah in the no, locker room I, every night I appreciate, appreciate the title <laughs> I, I i feel like i am sometimes with how how in depth i go on twitter but no i'm feeling all right i, I think they did their job they got game one uh great comeback uh really i mean tatum i think he his best game of the series so far is game one i know he shot three for 17 but i think his playmaking kind of went away in game two i think they need a little bit of both um from him going forward uh, i think the celtics as good as they are, kind of a you know bit of a head case sometimes. I think the refs kind of did them in. Once the, the calls weren't going their way, I, they really couldn't dig themselves out of that hole that they kind of built. The first half was great, but uh, I think you got to go to Boston. You got to try and you know get two wins. I think that's the key for them and just play better in third quarter. So I'm feeling good about the team. I know last night kind of sucked, but uh, they did their job. They got game one. They got home court advantage back, and now they got to take advantage of it. It's about fucking Draymond. Um, God, uh, you know, I, the whole debate today about should he been ejected? Should he not have? I mean, maybe he shouldn't have been ejected, but I mean, they really were kind of letting him do whatever he wanted. He was looking like a, a guard for most of the night, setting screens and just pushing Celtics players whenever he wanted. And just basically, you know, once he got the tech, he kind of felt like they're not going to throw me out. It's the NBA finals. So that kind of sucked. Uh, I think the Celtics sent a message. You don't get an attack. I think was really good. And, you know, they said it to the media. It felt different, and it definitely was a different call game. I think they kind of expected that coming in, and, you know, they couldn't really respond. So, hopefully – I thought game one was called great. I mean, there was – no one was talking about the officials on Twitter. So, you know, it, it went well if, if that was the case. So, I'm hoping that's kind of how it goes in game three and four and, you know, may the best team win. The Warriors are good. I'm not surprised that the series is tied, but the Celtics, you know, I think they had a chance last night. They – just kind of shot themselves in the foot in that third quarter. The refs did not lose them in that game. It was all turnovers. So if they take care of the ball, I think they can be okay. How close is he to getting suspended for a game with how many technicals he's had in the, the playoffs thus far? Because I know, isn't that why he got suspended like way back in, was that 2018 or 2019? That's what, um, when they played Cleveland, when Cleveland came back and he got suspended for that, I think it was game five or six. It's because he hit that limit. I don't know what he's at right now. I know he's close. Um, but I just, he's definitely going to get another tech or two. I don't know if he's going to get suspended the game. I don't think they'll let him hit that, but I mean, we'll see that whole LeBron incident was pretty bad, but I mean, he did put his freaking feet on Jalen Brown and told him to stop whining about it and then proceeded to try and pull his pants down. So I, I just don't understand the guy. I think he's a clown. I had a lot of respect for him before when I was younger, obviously playing against him, you're going to kind of hate him. Um, and I'm stopped. I have stopped listening to the podcast, not listening to his podcast during the finals. Can't do it. I just think it's ridiculous. I've seen all the memes of him like doing halftime reactions or what people kind of scripting that up, which I think is hilarious. But no, Draymond's going to do what Draymond does. Um, and like Al Horford said, we're not worried about him. So I'm not worried about him. I can't make an open jump shot to save his life. So if he's going to be physical. They got to be physical back. And, you know, hopefully the refs kind of reward that and let both teams play. That is crazy. That's like bulletin board material to the max of like the fact that he was like talking shit on his podcast, like immediately after. And even uh, Iguodala on his podcast had some stuff to say. It's just crazy to think. I don't know. I'm just so glad that the Celtics don't have that um, that medium to to talk shit slash like react within the series. After the series, I don't give a shit. But like within the series, that's crazy to just fuel your opponents like, all right, Draymond said this. Okay, and obviously it hasn't backfired on him yet, but still. I think it's cool that, like, players are doing that, like, you know, kind of being outlets of, you know, just creating their own content. I think that's wicked cool. But when you're in the midst of the NBA Finals, like, I mean, he can do what he wants, but it, like you say, it's just bulletin board material. Like, 
he was very cocky after game one, even though they lost, obviously they had a good showing. Like, I don't know. It's just very strange. Like every night now he's just gearing up to record a podcast. I mean, I think it's great. I've listened to it all year, but I am the notifications have been turned off. So no Draymond for the rest of the finals for me. He said some shit about Derek White that I did not appreciate. That's when I was like, okay, dude, like where he's just acting like Derek White is just some random dude who just happened to hit it, get lucky and hit a couple threes. Okay. No, let's not let's not get crazy. But did you know uh Draymond Green is the only the second player to ever have a triple double in the NCAA tournament? Really? Who's yeah. first? Yeah, who's first? And arguably Mr. Triple Double. Oscar. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. I mean, Draymond's a good player. I'll give him that. Great career at Michigan State. Really good. I mean, he does everything. I to, it's just... I, I was Draymond's biggest supporter for a long time. And, but, like, as you said, as time went on, he became less and less defendable. And here we are. Are you, like, I mean, I can't defend it anymore, especially going against him here in the finals. But used to be one of my favorite players. I was happy for him. You know, what is he, late first-round pick, early second-round pick, whatever it was. 37th pick. He can name yeah. everyone named ahead of him. So, And that's what I mean. I respect <laughs> the fuck out of that because a lot of those guys that end up down there don't see the light of day, but he made a career out of it. And I love to see that. Same with, like, Jochik. You know, you, and and there's a, there's a list of players. It's becoming a little bit more uh, common nowadays. But, I mean, 10 years ago-ish, when, when he was drafted 8, 10 years ago, you didn't see guys – like nobody cared. I mean, didn't matter. People are drafted during Taco Bell commercials. Now they're winning MVPs. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Whatever. Draymond, screw him. He's going down. Grant Williams is going to kick his ass. Big take. Right, but... So, Lance, you're here. We'll have you back on again after the finals is over. But it's one to one. What is the prediction? Do the Celtics pull it off? I do. I think they are. I think they're the better basketball team. I think the Warriors maybe have a few more bodies to go to, but I think, you know, the Celtics, they're that core eight rotation, you know, with Pritchard and Grant and White coming off the bench. I think they have more reliable options. I think, I still think, like I said, all playoffs, I haven't gotten it right anytime. It's been Celtics and six for me in every round. Uh, I think they can do it again. I really think these home games are going to be important. Even if they do split, I still think, you know, either team can win on the road. I, I could see Boston winning a game five in Golden State. And I could see, you know, Golden State winning a game six in Boston. So, you know, it's going to be a really tight series. I, I think their defense is, is really going to have to step up. They're going to kind of have to get the refs out of their own head. And really the key is just take care of the freaking basketball. If they do that and they play their game and they move the ball, I think that's what kind of stopped the game too, the ball movement. That's why, you know, Al Horford didn't take a shot until the third quarter. It was a lot of heavy isolation. I know Tatum was getting going early, but they move the basketball. They take care of it. They defend. They don't play freaking drop coverage against Steph Curry. Celtics in six. That's a prediction. There you go. Celtics We've seen some the time, too. It's kind of weird to see. Uh, <laughs> I know. I was surprised. Ryan Rosillo called that before the series. I know. He did. I think we see some Bielitsa. I was like, what? It's because he's a big body. And, I mean, I think Rob Williams helped again is going to be very important i did not like the hit he took last night i'm also glad they got some rest i mean everyone was like why is clay thompson playing and all these guys i think they're trying to get clay a rhythm which he did not find so that's been really big the celtics have to take advantage of that because you know once once you get to game five and game six or game six clay you know he's going to show up so they got to take advantage of this home stand these next two are going to be really big it kind of sucks that they only get one day of rest in between those two but 
at least split, but I would love to get two. But season six, have faith. I think we're getting 18 this year. Oh, yeah. Shout out Aaron Neesmith. He looked great. <laughs> yeah, Rosilla was like some active Neesmith minutes. I was like, I agree. <laughs> I, I well, love there was one sequence there. where he was like, it was a whole thing where I was like, oh my gosh, this is a Neesmith show. He gives it his all. I love that guy. I know he's not playing, but maybe next year. We'll see. No, I love this team. They're going to figure it out. Uh, they got the team to do it. So let's do it for Al. Let's get 18. Let's go, baby. Do you want to send another uh, link for another 10 minutes or so? Sure. All right. One second. Okay. All right. Thanks, Lance. Appreciate it, guys. You the man, Lance. And grow the mustache. You got it. <laughs> Mid-podcast, shout out to G-Baby if you're here, baby. G-Baby, I'm sorry I missed last week. Another podcast failed without me, but I'm here. Shout out to Jake Ruthier, James Murphy, yeah. All right, we're back here, post-Celtics talk. We're going to do a little Red Sox segment before we wrap it up. Um, they are back at 500. Reactions, thoughts? I, you know, we talked about this probably about a month ago. I said, if you can get to 500, by the end of June, you're right back in it and you're chilling. They're doing it here in the first week of June. So I feel great. Yeah. If, whoa. I just got a big trade offer. <laughs> From someone sitting in this fucking group text right now. Or in this- <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, feeling good. Feeling, you know what, dude? Long season. It's a long fucking season. And it, we were wrong. You know what? When I say we, I mean me. I got to constantly atone for my shit talk early on, especially about the Trevor Story shit. But, um, dude, this team just needed to click. And you know what, dude? It's all good. It's only – it's fucking the first week of June. Like, we'll be bullshitting in a month, and it'll only be July. Like, dude, it's, gonna, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I so, agree. Yeah, and yeah. they've got a favorable schedule here the next month. Uh, after the All-Star break, is when things are going to get interesting because they play like the Jays, Yay, Jays, Rays, and Yankees like exclusively for three weeks. I think that's before the All Star break, isn't it? Yeah, 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 right before it and around that time. You're right, I think. But there, my point is, there is a stretch after this favorable schedule where um, you're going to get tested. But they got back to. You know, in the playoff hunt, actually, I think they have one of the spots right now against the Angels they play. So I feel good. Lineups hitting, lineups hitting away, lineups hitting home. Um, as long as Ryan Brazier doesn't get any important innings, I feel good. Yeah. What's the bullpen plan? Is there a – I mean, the, the biggest question is, so, so what, what kind of upgrades do you think this team needs slash can go out and get? Are you in the camp of wanting to go get a closer? And who is that closer that would A, be attainable, B, be worth it? Number one, to answer your question, Will Crow. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I want Will Crow really badly. But if not, dude, your boy Dave Bednar, he's he's getting dealt. He is going to cost a pretty penny. He's under contract for forever. That's the only issue there. He is so getting traded. Like, he'll be a Dodger. I don't. I don't think he's gonna get traded. Oh. I, you know what, dude? I wish the pirates. You know what's crazy about the pirates? If they had a a shred of offense, if they had one hitter, <laughs> he could be a good. They're almost at five hundred with that shit ass team with Michael Chavis batting cleanup. I mean, they don't even have a fucking star. He's doing pretty well this year. I know. Yeah. 
But it's not I, a bad team. I agree. They're young. They're they're scrappy. They need a. I, I actually, like you said, their bullpen's actually been kind of good. It's nasty. Hey, can you tell me what team Cole Tucker's on currently? The Diamondbacks. Yes, sir. He just got claimed. Isn't that crazy? Holy shit, I didn't see that. You know who else? Uh, Dallas Keuchel. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to spoil your. No, I'm no so, I, knew, I'm I knew that one. The fade god, Dallas Keuchel himself. That dude reeks. Dude, that's gonna be easy money in the NL West. He's just oh gonna be. <laughs> Give you me just get paid killing when he's in cores. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but back to your question, um, I don't know. I don't know who, who to target. It sounds like they're kind of want to get it from within right now, see what they have out here. Like, I think Shriver's really good. He looks cool. Even Tyler Danish has shown, like, some pretty good stuff, honestly. Uh, Ryan Brazier stinks, so I don't want to see him. Uh, but, like, I'm looking at, I don't know, do you go out and, like, trade some really you know, low-level singular guy for, like, David Robertson? No. He's, he's having a solid year for the Cubs. I don't think the Cubs are going to be in at this point, but. I got one piece of spice. Let's go. Ooh. I want Scott Barlow. Yeah. Royals? Hell yeah, dude. I just. Give me a give me a fucking nail in the coffin. You know what? Give me I Joe Barlow it. too, just to confuse the hell out of fans. That'd be <laughs> sick. I want both Barlows in one bullpen. That's my goal for their end of their careers. <laughs> Scott Barlow like is not terrible, but he's not like too expensive. Like I don't want them to go out there and try to get somebody like not that he would be available like Rogers or even going back to like Kimbrel, like there's no way we're going to pay up for something like that. And I don't want it anyway. Like, give me like a middle of the road above average, like guy that we can call a closer that we can afford. I'm with you. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. An affordable guy that can fucking just close out a goddamn game. I feel like we're going to get some dirt bag. We never heard of, you know, I agree. I think Rob Gesselman just uh, got released by the Cubs. <laughs> hey, I would take him though. I would too, as a flyer, obviously, as like not not necessarily closer, closer, but like all right. He's him and Matt better Strong. Than yeah. Him and fucking Matt Strong going out with the Long Hair Brothers. I mean, I'd still have my pipe dream of first, like somehow getting Frankie Montas for the rotation. That would be not cool. For the oh yeah. No, he's been pretty good. He's been damn good. They just don't score. They just don't score for him. I think he's like two and seven now. With yeah. like a know, his ear, he lit up that home run the other day. So his ERA probably went up a little bit. That's but crazy. The, hey, right. He's two and six with a 306 ERA. Yeah. So he, he's been good. His striking arms are up there too. I think he's like top five in the American League. So he's been damn good. Uh, they're, I think the A's are going to get plenty of offers for him, but. So I don't really want to get into a bidding war for him, but that would still be a good piece. Other than that, I'm trying to like look at other teams that are out of gonna. I think are going to be out of contention. Talk about the Pirates. Nationals don't really have any bullpen pieces that intrigue me. The Marlins. I mean, they just spawn pitching, so maybe you can get one of the Marlins guys. have some some interesting guys. Um, like a weird one that would be one of those ace guys. Um, Devin Williams. 
isn't that, yeah. isn't that a, isn't that a guy? That's, that's a, a guy. guy. But why would the that's Brewers trade him? I'm just saying, like something. Like I just don't want the crazy name. That's all. The Tigers actually have some pretty good bullpen guys Ooh. this year. Oh. Michael Fulmer, give me Michael <laughs> Fulmer. That'd be sick. Please. <laughs> that would be, oh my God, that'd be like Joe Kaloji coming out of the pen every night. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We already had that Michael Walker, too, just bring it on again. Hell yeah. Give me Not Michael throwing Kopech. gas, just throwing strikes. <laughs> Michael Kopik, I want him back. Dude. The problem is, Kopik is your boy now. I know. He's it finally happened. Nasty. Yeah, he looks he looks damn good until the one day I bet on him and then he let up like five runs to the Blue Jays. Usually how it works. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. You know, I don't, I don't really fuck with Robbie Ray. How about that for a big take? That's a fine take with me. I me he either. Won. He's he's got a fuck ring though. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like he and Kyle or Kevin Gausman like swapped. I thought they were gonna have very different seasons of like the opposite. I thought Robbie Ray was still gonna be good. Kevin Gausman is gonna be a fraud. And now the I Imagine. won't say Robbie Ray's a fraud, but like he's he's struggled. Back, back to being Robbie Ray. Like the strikeout Mad- numbers are always there, but so are the home runs. Imagine Kevin Gausman on this Red Sox team. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, That's I was saying it the whole time. Yeah, but you were you know, preaching that. He is nasty, dude. Two pitch, like, dude, just come and hit it, and you can't. He's got one of the best pitches in the league. That splitter is up there for yeah. one of the best pitches in the league. Yeah, I heard him talking with Jake Arietta on a podcast, and he was just saying, like, dude, sometimes I'll just mix in a wacky changeup just to make it look <laughs> slow, and then it changes the level of the hitter's eye because his splitter just drops off the fucking table. And the changeup doesn't drop as much, but it's a similar speed. So he's literally fucking with batters at like a depth level. Like he'll throw a, a OO changeup, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's the the splitter. I can whack the shit out of that." Then at like, you know, one two, he's gonna throw the splitter, and it's gonna they're just gonna fucking swing and miss because it's below the bat. Like that is next level shit. That's some right like there. Manny Ramirez striking out in his first at bat <laughs> to hit two home runs off you while you're in the game type shit. Yeah, it's crazy. The it's psychology. Actually, uh, yeah, it is psychology. The head of games the these guys play with each other are insane. I love this shit. But yeah, but I don't know if Robbie Bray plays those those games. You know, I feel like he's just out there just no. tossing the darts. You know, in tight pants grunting. Yeah. Oh, Kyle Tucker just hit a home run. God bless America. Yeah, it pissed I took, me off. I took the uh, good old first five under in that game, and it's four to two. You know, pissing me off is Connor has Kyle Tucker. How about that? You let it happen. I'm the reason for it. Yeah, for having interest in Kyle Tucker. I can't believe Castellanos was flipped like a bag of fucking sand. <laughs> That's awesome to me. That was interesting. I'm interested in both. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> Dude, I'm interested in fucking both. I fucking set, I make my intentions known, and instead of me getting either of them, they get traded for each other. Nice. Thanks, guys. <laughs> fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I'm not here rolling with Josh anywhere. Naylor. He's my third fucking outfielder. Josh Naylor. 
I do look forward to your like daily trade offer, Steve. Yeah. I'm happy. I usually rock with about eight to nine in my pending. (laughs) Never get any response from anyone. Well, you know the response from me, and I'm sorry for it. Hard no for everything. Uh, Mookie Harper and Judge forever, bro. That's what's winning me games right now. That that threesome right there, man. That's like a hundred something over <laughs> over a hundred something points a week. <laughs> Keep going. Don't pause. Yeah. 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 When you think about it, though, too, like yeah, that like that outfield carries the the offense, and if you just have some fucking decent pitching, then you're and you're pretty good. That's why. That's why I literally just picked up a bunch of relief pitchers that start. Right. I don't even care anymore. Like, I don't care that I don't have a bench player to put into my lineup. I'm that, confident. Carry you. I'm that confident in my lineup. Yeah. Do you regret dropping Ryan Mountcastle? No. Really? <laughs> no, because Wait, none of this would have happened. What do you mean? Maybe, maybe I wouldn't have jerks and Profar. But, <laughs> like, jerks and Profar. You trade offer you sent me. Yeah, I... I mean, just because it's like a viable piece, but I don't know. <laughs> That's it, dude. Profar's having a good like, year. But he, yeah, he's yeah, like okay. 12th. He's 12th in the, in the position rank, so I'm fine with it. I love Profar. Shout out to Jake Cronenworth. Having a fucking week, by the way. The Crone Zone. Respect the Crone. My, my MVP. My NL MVP. Well, your MVP pick doesn't look that good, but your Cy Young pick. My AL Cy Young pick is on the fucking money. Yeah. Who is it? Shane McClanahan. Oh, wow, yeah. I had Shane McClanahan and Shane Baz, dude. Shane Baz, rookie of the year. But he won't be back till the end of this month, so. Yeah, he's rehabbing, so you're chilling. Yeah. There's still a chance. Still a chance. Nobody's really running away with it. Six to eight starts and get me like five dubs and your rookie of the year. And Mookie. Mookie's a uh, actually one of the favorites in the MVP race now. I got him at plus twelve hundred a few weeks ago. I was pumped. I, I love <laughs> Steve. This is not a direct jab. Please don't take it this way. Because I know we had beef about it. But I, I love the people that were shitting on Mookie early. I love it. <laughs> Like, it's just like, Mookie is still fucking good. Like, he's one of the best players in the fucking land. You know what's crazy about Mookie potentially winning MVP? He would be, I think, just the second player in MLB history to win an MVP in both leagues. You know who the other guy That's is? That's pretty crazy. Um, Was it recently? No, no. He's a relevant um, name, though. You know you know the name. Mickey? No, 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 no. I mean, like... He's an old timer now, but like, it's not like a name. You're like, oh, what the fuck is that guy's name? I feel like it's Ken Griffey. Weirdly, no, no older than that. It's all just older like than Frank that? Robinson. Oh Ooh. shit! Isn't that crazy? Only one player in MLB history has won an MVP in each league. That blows my mind. And the fact that Mookie could be literally a second—that'd be awesome. I'm a, I'm actually surprised. Oh, Griffey sometimes wasn't even the best player on that Mariners team, but I'm surprised that like he didn't like. Winning MVP like in Cincinnati, winning MVP with the Mariners or whatever. Well, by the time he's in Cincinnati, he's pretty banged up. Yeah, but his first year in second year in Cincinnati, 
Oh, he was still going off. He was still King Griffey. True. No, you're right. He had 40 home runs in his first year. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he was up there. Yeah, but it's crazy to think, get though. MVP oh. votes that year. King Griffey. What year was that? 2000. He had 40 home runs in 145 games. Not even an MVP vote. Love roids. Love it. <laughs> Dude, All speaking right. of roids, how about the interaction today? Oh, we didn't. Oh, shit. I forgot to fucking talk to that big hopper kid uh, about Scooter Jeanette. Um, no, there's no way Scooter Jeanette did roids. No way. I agree. Somebody said that? Yeah. Yeah, that's out of pocket. That's unacceptable. <laughs> I wouldn't see that. Yeah, I wouldn't see that, man. Dude, that's no such kid. an accusation to just like come out of left field with some Chris Colabello, he's fair game. He's especially, a yeah, he's a <laughs> especially yeah. during like the juice ball era. Like that was that was pretty prime juice ball when Scooter Gannett was hitting tanks. Yeah, that's not him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, absolutely. That that is that. If if anything, if you want to blame his spike in home runs, um, it's got to be fucking Juice Ball. He's not doing roids, dude. He's not even in the league anymore. All right, that's dude. Scooter Jeanette, dude. And by the way, is Scooter Jeanette his real name? Damn, I knew this too. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know what it is though. No, I don't. I don't think it is. I knew his real name. Oh uh, yeah, he said Ryan it. Joseph. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. He said it with the. And Carabas interviewed him at his house when he was on starting nine, and he said it. This is a shocker. Shut up, Pokey Reese. Pokey Reese has it. He fires the first. By the way, speaking of Royd stuff. Also, I saw it on Twitter that somebody was trying to accuse Christian Yellick of, of being on voids. And I was like, you couldn't be farther off this fucking planet. A string bean, penne spaghetti looking motherfucker, dude, on roids, for one. Because he was associating with Barry Bonds in the offseason, going to work out at UCLA. Hmm. And I was like, okay, there's no way. He doesn't even have the body for somebody like that takes roids. Yeah, absolutely. Some guys blow up like a tick. Like Luke Voigt, I could see him being on roids. He's on muscle milk, no doubt, dude. Shout out Joe Spirito. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely listening. But wild. Yeah, dude. But by the way, Luke Voigt thought he would pop off. Ain't happening, huh? No, it's a not. A lot of Cheryl references in this pod. I like it. <laughs> Dude, drop a name. Let's, let's just drop some names. Ready? Uh, shout out to fucking uh, uh, Tim Gillum. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, dude. Yeah. Hope you're listening, Tim. Hey, one of the greatest math minds of this century. Smart kid. Very smart. Shout out to fucking. Oh my god, the Scooter Jeanette hater is joining. I sent him the link. Here we go. All right. I do have to tap out, though. I got to. All right. All right. Uh, you sound really. All right. Particularly. All right. Get ready to defend Scooter Jeanette. All right. Two minutes, and then we're done. Okay. My God, it's pouring in Cincinnati. This is so exciting right now. Come on. Come on. Big hopper. 
What's up, boss man? Big Hoppa in the house. What is good? <laughs> I'll watch you. Dude, thank you for coming on. I want to hear what your problem is with Scooter Jeanette when you have five minutes because we're about to finish this up. But pop off on Scooter. Let me hear it. All right. <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as, as, a, as a Brewer fan. And hey, Brewer fan. Okay, I didn't know this. Yeah, Brewer fan. Obviously, Scooter, former Brewer. To see the home run output go up the way, I'm, I'm sure he's a nice guy. That's probably – I harbor no real ill will. However, for him to go from the kind of hitter he was to this power surge, I don't – I don't – I don't think a guy can have the career arc he had and genuinely – sorry, you're probably hearing the sizzle on in the middle of dinner, uh, cooking dinner. But I don't think a guy can have the career arc he had um, without a little bit of help. That's all I'm saying. I know I know. one guy kept calling me an idiot in the Twitter thread about, he, look at his hard hit percentage. If he's hitting the ball so hard, how come the exit below isn't going up? Like, you're telling me that you're, if you're, if you're going to sit there and tell me that He's hitting the ball harder more often, so that means more home runs. I mean, yeah, two plus two is four. I get it. But then tell me why his average exit below isn't going up. That means the balls that he's getting out on, he's hitting so not hard that it's evening out how, how hard he's hitting these home runs. It just doesn't make sense. You don't think that a juice ball could explain that? To, I mean – Okay, I, I want to say literally double, but that would be literally incorrect. To go from 14 to 27 home runs in one year, the, the, the other problem that I have with it is that he went from the 14 to 27 in 30 less plate appearances, but the same amount of hits. So, yeah, his like everything went up there, but everything stayed the same. Um, like he was just hitting approach. Old. Like he he I can literally see it. He hit 30 doubles in 2016 with Milwaukee. He hit 22 with Cincinnati the next year. He so he's okay. already changing okay. his swing and, and batting approach right there. But but what but what changed? The exit below went up a mile an hour. The launch angle went up by not even a full degree. What changed? Something had to have changed. The Maybe the hitting factors. coach? Like, you don't know. I mean, and it's... What if he's lucky? What if he's getting lucky? Yeah, what if he wished a lucky start? I mean, I wish there was a stat for that. Like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But, like, the, you know, like the I kept citing the ballpark factor, like, which is the... Which you, this is, I mean, I guess, kind of do whatever you, whatever you will here. But the ballpark factor is the amount of the home runs seen by the players in the ballpark at the time um, of the games. So you're looking at, like... I guess you could say that's a flawed stat, but the ballpark factor in Milwaukee was that higher than that of uh, in a great American ballpark over that time. So something, something is a muck. I don't know. You also struck out a hell of a lot more in Cincinnati too. I don't know. I, well, I think well, that his up, 16, 16 to 17 was exactly the exact same amount, 114 yeah, right. strikeouts. Right. And then he had eight less walks in 17. So I, so, there's, you don't get that career arc. Something is something is wrong. Something. I mean, obviously, did Scooter did not probably cheat to be an all star in 2018, and then 
not an all-star in 2019. And since, uh, who, I don't know who tweeted it, but whoever said Black Ball made me laugh this morning, that's for sure. But it was me. <laughs> but it was me. <laughs> of course it was. That's why I wanted you on. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so I mean, probably not. But I just, I don't think you have that bump up in production that way without, like, that. it's just too, it's too weird. It's one thing, because, like, you can, like, one thing with, obviously, I'm going through it right now with Christian Yelich. Like, you've seen the K rate go up, and so the batting average has gone down. The launch angle has gone down. So, like, you can put a lot of these things together, like, and, and then figure out what's going on. Like with Yelich, heart the um, hard hit rate is up. The um, from years past at least, but hard hard hit rate has been up and stayed the same at the same level. The exit velos through his career have stayed the same. What we're seeing, what we saw, you can see with his MVP seasons, his launch angle went from mid like I think it was like four and a half five up to seven and a half for the MVP years. And I think nine and a half in 19, um, or maybe it was 11 and a half. I might be off by a couple degrees. What's the point? Um, and then now we've seen it dip back down to the sevens um, and back there. So you're seeing like from that, you can divulge that Christian Yelich, when he puts the ball in play is hitting more ground balls, probably into the shift. I don't know. Maybe he'll lay down a couple bunts, but that's a tirade for another time. But you, so like, the, the, the juiced balls thing, like, I just have a hard time with because they're like, oh, they juice the balls. It's like to double the amount of home runs to be the exact same in every other metric. It's just hard. It's hard for me to go there in that way. All right, so I have two counterpoints. Number one, Christian Yellick, before he was traded to the Brewers, was never a power hitter and then was traded once he was there he was popping off with the bomb skis i'm not looking at his stats but i, I know that I, all i know is that he became an mvp when he was wasn't not MVP. that in miami right. no way right I mean, but, but but what's the difference the exit they stole signs no that's my theory <laughs> that's that's that has never been proven it's a theory so but okay how did Charles <laughs> start hitting 33 home runs and then go to absolute nothingness it's brock holt go on, we're go red on. sox fans <laughs> yeah. We're Red Sox fans, right? It's Brock Holt when he made yeah. the All-Star team. It's Christian Vasquez when he absolutely pops off and whacks home runs. Dude, guys have good years. I, I mean, I, I, like... I, I totally understand, but to go back to the, the Yelich counterpoint, hopefully yes. you guys are. But uh, to go back to that counterpoint, the problem with it is, is, like I said, you see his launch angle go up. So you see his rates stay the same, and obviously... Um, with the OBP, like things have changed for Yelich more than that. But when you look at his power output, you see the exit, exit below went up a little bit, but then you see the launch angle get higher. So what is that telling you? That's telling you that he's hitting the ball higher in the air. The way he hits the ball, he hits the ball very, very hard. He's always been a consistently very hard hitter of the ball. So when he raises that launch angle up, he's going from however many doubles a year to then turning those into home runs, which is the, which is the output that we saw where Scooter Jeanette, you don't see that. You don't see that peaking in the valleying. You just see 27 homers with similar metrics. And so you're wondering why the ball's going out. Don't, I don't, I don't buy the great American ballpark and juice balls. I don't think, I don't think if it was, 
if if you're going from like 14 homers the year prior to um, 20 to 22 all right i'll i'll back down on that but not 27 i'm knocking the door on 13 i mean that's where my biggest that happened that happened I, I know you've just kind of been going in circles, but it happened to Yellick. I mean, is it just working out with Barry Bonds? Because if you're talking about steroids, I mean, just throw that into the conspiracy mix, bro. Like, th- this is but, a melting pot you don't of think... shit that you just keep going round and around it. No, I, I see what you're saying, <laughs> but you got you to gotta go, like, Yellick, or, yes, Yellick has a very clear arc in a metric that correlates with his power. Scooter Jeanette does not. Everything stayed the same, but the whole so he just hit, so, I don't like think I don't farther. think juice ball. There's, I, you will never convince me, and it'll be the miracle of a power, lifetime. Dude. Wait, so, 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 are you basically thinking that like he's hitting the ball like just a little bit harder as a result of maybe doing a little bit of HGH? Is that like what you're saying? Whatever. Maybe it was maybe a little extra creatine in the protein shakes. Yeah. Maybe I do. I think there's something a little bit in there. Yeah, I do. I do. I think he threw a little something in with his his daily regimen, his daily vitamins. All right. Counterpoint two. Ready? Do you hate Jeanette? Do you hate him? I have no reason to label the word hate when it comes to Scooter Jeanette. Strong dislike. Do I wish? Do I wish he would have been a better brewer? Yes. Okay. So, okay. And by the way, I just found out you, you're from Wisconsin. I'm looking at your Twitter right now. So what's the deal? What? What do you, what do you want? I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I, I, thought, I thought you were like a, a New England guy. Nope. Dude, Wisconsin thank you for coming guy. through. And thank you for following us. Well, we, we, we have to ask him the question. Yep. He's a guest. <laughs> do, do you listen to our podcast ever? Have you ever like? Yeah. I've tweeted you guys like, I, I mean, it depends on what you consider regularity, but fairly often. You're the man, dude. I really, wow, Coppa, dude. Thank you, sir. Honest to God, thank you for coming through. That you were the fucking. Dude. I was number. I think I was follower number four or five hundred. I don't remember. Oh my God! Yes, when we had. That's you actually up. yes. That's yes. true. I well, thank you for that sticking now. with us because uh, I, I, I came for be, blood uh, a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, I came for <laughs> blood. But it's okay. I don't. I don't care. It's the scooter Jeanette. He, you're not breaking my heart with the with the savior of scooter Jeanette. We love talk, we love talking just shit with whoever. So, the question is for you, Big Hop, because you are a guest. Um, yes. And I don't know what your um, your knowledge or your or how much you've you visited the New England states, but we ask this to every guest on their first time on the pod. Can you please rank your New England states in order from your favorite to your least favorite or whatever? Opposite doesn't matter. Just so. Whatever. Uh, when it comes to visiting the Northeast, I have been to upstate New York. I've okay. been to New York City. Doesn't count. Um, I'll the, start. It's true. It's I, not New England. Yep. It's not New England. <laughs> it is not New England. I, I don't know where you place Pennsylvania in this. Nope. However, no. my number one northeast state so i don't have a lot of northeastern experience okay if i had to choose number one gun to head i don't know how you don't say rhode island my man dude big hop is a legend let's go okay big things 
come in small packages, am I right? Rhode Island, little tiny. What's, what's not to love? Tell me, tell me what there's not to love about Rhode Island. You have the Providence Friars. He's, oh, whoa, you have whoa, the whoa, University whoa. of Rhode Island. Where you are, I fans. Two great, two great. I know, I know. For two, two <laughs> great universities. My man, thank you. What, what's not to like? Um, next, oh, that's a tough one. Probably Massachusetts, strictly for the Boston accent. Yes, um, last but most certainly not least, uh, Vermont. Probably Vermont. Fuck Vermont. Sure, why not? Yeah, right. Connecticut is also terrible. Connecticut, I, I don't have enough Connecticut experience. And we have Maine and New Hampshire also. Mm, I go Maine strictly because of the collegiate logo, pretty solid one. Yes. And then round it out with New Hampshire. Let's go. So, Big Hoppa, so now we, we have you for another four minutes, then we're going to end this, but so uh, what part of Wisconsin? You're a big Brewers fan? What's the deal? Are you also a Packers fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisconsin, everything. Okay. Uh, James White, love him? Of course. I mean, sh- I mean, do you know, say what you must, but probably should have been the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Had it stolen from him, so, but we'll take I take I take pride in my Wisconsin guys like that. Love James. I had, I had the Super Bowl just taken from me, but that's okay. Josh the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What is the weather like out there right now in Wisconsin? Uh, today was like uh, mid 60s and overcast. We just had a really beautiful weekend, nice. um, so that was nice. But yeah, now back to cloudy, a little bit of rain. How how hot to get out there in the summer? Summertime, um, I mean, like last weekend we were we were pushing the eighties. We'll sprinkle in a day or two in the nineties if you like. That's your forte, but all right, nothing is, nothing crazy. Winter is pretty fucking rough though. Brutal, yeah. It's I mean it's six months of brutal. I mean that's one thing that I do love about the Northeast states and Wisconsin and the Midwest. Like we can all, if there's one thing to bond over, we might be, we might be cracked apart with the Brady and Rogers discussion. However, the snowfall in the winter time, we can all come together. To find fact, nice. <laughs> you know, who doesn't, who doesn't love home alone too? We can all, we can all get behind that. I just saw it this year. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them with you. <laughs> Both of them, dude. I never saw either of them. You never saw either of them? No. no. Up until this year. 28 years wow. old, this happened. <laughs> your, your life has forever changed. It is. So, it Big Abba, do you have any big takes about – oh, hey, how about Celtics and uh, freaking Warriors? What's your big takes here? Would, would, uh I, I thought the Warriors were – you're not going to like this. Uh-oh. Uh, I thought Warriors were probably going to go in four – or in five, I should say. Um, obviously – Still could I happen. Don't think that's going to ha- – still could happen. Don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I don't know that – I mean, you just have to expect Jason Tatum to figure it out. I saw, I saw what he was 
minus 36, which is like the worst plus minus in, like ever for a finals game or something, one of those kinds of stats. So that was not not ideal for you for you fellas. Yeah, it's um, all good. But so that I, I for that I probably would say I, I mean I could see the Celtics winning it though. I prefer they don't based on the Wisconsin pride, but I never where do you guys fall on that? Because I never understood I never understood cheering on the team that beat you in the playoffs. Like, oh, you guys lost to the champions. Oh, that's great. We lost. Like what? I don't care. We lost. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Like, if you're like, I'm not like if I'm a Purdue fan, I'm not like, oh, at least we lost to a team who went on the, one of the most historic runs of all time. Like, no, we lost to a team we should have beat. That's so, like. Oh, I'm with you on that, for sure. I'm yeah. not going to props that. That's gross. I, shit. I, I totally agree. Hey, yo, real quick, we're less than a minute left, and we're going to end after this. So hit me with whatever you want to say right now, Big Hop. You, you have the floor. Pop off, King. I'm so happy you're here, Big Hop. Uh, quick. Just I, I I appreciate you guys. I do love you guys' podcast. Thank you for having me on. Um, shout out to my beautiful wife and my beautiful daughter over in the living room. Oh, let's go! There you go, family man. One, one time, you know what I mean. Let's go, family man. So, thank you for letting me come on this podcast, wife. I love you very much. <laughs> shout out to that's him. awesome, man. Shout him nothing, out. Nothing better, Lila and Grace. Love Lila you. Lila and Grace. Let's go. Big let's shout out. Go. So, yeah, love you guys. Love Rhode Island. Out of better. Dude, shout out to our boy, for real, Big Hoppa. Completely out of the clear blue today. Some Scooter Jeanette talk happened on Twitter, and uh, we had a slight tiff. I wouldn't say a beef. And uh, instead of it getting sour, we just invited your boy on, and he just pops on. I love that. This is what we need to do more often. Just invite random people to the pod. Big Hop will we find out he's a big fan of the pod too? Like what are the chances? Makes me think, dude, Big Hop is from Wisconsin? Listening to us voluntarily? Dude, shut up, Big Hoppa! For real! And yo, if you're out there listening to us, legitimately listening to us, and you want to come through and talk to us, hit me up. I know Oliver's a fucking stick in the mud, but your boy will have you on. I'll send you the link. The one true host is welcoming to everyone. Come through. I want to talk to anybody. Midwest, Southwest, Eastwest, Kanye West, preferably. This goes for you too. G-Baby, Alex Fava, James Byrne. Alex Fava, dude. I want to have Fava on the pod. Yo, Fava, hit me up. Let's go. And I have a shirt for you. In my car. For the moment I see you, come to Rhode Island. I got you. Dude, this podcast is fun. I'm sorry about last week. Ratings might have dipped a little bit. I just saw on the anchor. Uh, yikes. But your boy is back. The boys are back in town. You can't copyright this, baby. That's right, anchor. Shout out, anchor. Shout out, G Baby for life. James Murph. Jake Ruth. You still listening, bro? I don't think so. It's all good, though. I understand. 
Lance Legier always coming through. I love you, Lance. You're the fucking man. Go Celtics. Celtics in six. Peace. Yeah.